guys and welcome to Cup of Tea and Talks with G, a place where the natural and random conversation amongst friends, family and peers flow over a cuppa. Relaxed, funny and easygoing conversations where nothing is off limits and tangents are encouraged. Think of the chatty, fun and open conversations you have around the table when catching up with someone and you think, oh my god, imagine if somebody overheard what we're talking about because the conversation's gone down the most random and funny tangents. Well, that's what this podcast will be. I'll be speaking to different people from different walks of life with different experiences in each episode. So thank you for joining me and I hope you enjoyed this episode. Hello guys and welcome back to the next episode of Cup of Tea and Talks with G. This episode I'm speaking with Gil Trippin and we literally just go all nostalgic and all the reminiscent vibes of the favourite decade of ours and best decade in my opinion, the 90s. Um, This episode is pretty long because it's just full of like our memories, our favourite bits um, and just some sort of random bits that we remember from growing up in the 90s. So I'm going to keep this intro really short um, because I just didn't want to have to cut any of that out. But two things before I get started. The first one, last week or in the previous episode, um, I said that my niece Korea was born on the 4th of November and it was actually the 3rd. So public apology to Korea, who's less than a year old, but still, um, you know, when stuff goes out on the internet, it's there forever. Korea's birthday is actually the 3rd of November. So sorry, baby. And then secondly... My guests in this week's episode, Gil Trippin, they've got a really exciting um, single coming out. So um, since we recorded this episode, they've been working really hard with their label. Um, it's called Waterfront Music. They're producing some original sounds with the hopes of having their EP or possibly a full album out by the end of the year. So they're trying to sort of fuse modern pop with little hints of old school R&B and then also some elements of rap to deliver music they feel is relevant to the now, but still plays homage to some of the classic sounds of R&B. The EP will have some catchy, upbeat songs, but also some much softer ballads. And the very first single from it is called Catch Me, When I Fall. It will be released on the 30th of April. But it's available now for pre-save or for download. So when this episode goes out, you can go ahead and do it. And I'm going to put a link below for how you can do that. But it's a fun pop track, ideal for the summer. And also keep your eyes peeled for the music video, which will be dropping in the coming months. So I'm going to put everything about Guilt Trip in, where you can find them, follow them, pre-save their their newest single coming out. And yeah, just show the girls some support. So really hope you enjoy this episode um, and it gives you all the 90s and nostalgia vibes. So I'm joined with the fabulous Guilt Trip in. Hi. Morning, guys. Morning. So anyone who doesn't know Gil Trip, and I don't know where you've been, um, but it consists of Lindsay, Michelle and Jody, and they are a 80s, 90s, 90s R&B um, tribute group. Um, they sing like locally in Portsmouth and then on the South Coast and um, they brought out their own singles. And yeah, they're just all about empowerment 90s girl power all the all the stuff that I literally live for and so I couldn't wait to have this conversation today with them all about all growing up in the 90s and we're all at different sort of ages and from different places as well so I think there's going to be quite a few um revelations (laughs) and differences um (laughs) in that and so how are you all doing guys yeah really good thank you good yeah thank you so good so so good um looking forward to restrictions easing so we can actually see one another again and get out and perform Perform. so that's all exciting yeah definitely can't wait for that 
Yeah, because um, with obviously I work with Neptune Girls and dance with Neptune Girls, and we are very lucky to get to perform with Gil Trippin, and Gil Trippin have performed on our shows, and yeah, just the collaboration there is just like dream dreams team. come true. Yeah, the dream team. Yeah. So when hopefully the next gig is in June, and hopefully that goes ahead, and we will all get to to perform together and just sort of be in, on stage. We're going for it. it. Will definitely happen. Definitely. Yeah. So in June we are definitely performing together that's it no more what's ifs and maybes well me and g have already discussed if we all manifest it it's happening guys we put it out in the universe so i mean there's no ifs buts or maybes it's happening yeah yeah definitely well no because all there's no rules at all is there from the 21st of june so that means we're going to have like one of the first ever rule, well not ever but ever this year yeah. <laughs> rule, rule free night out <laughs> can't wait I can't even imagine it because obviously we you guys got to perform in the summer and a couple of us went and we obviously couldn't perform we had to be in the audience and we weren't yeah. even allowed to dance we would have to sit like bums on seat and no. like all you could do was wave your arms and I did like bend the rules slightly which I tend to do when I've had a few drinks and I was on my knees <laughs> on the bench and like that I got told to put my feet on the floor bum on the bench and that was <laughs> I did see that Oh, it was just so hard though to be at like listening to 90. There was falling off benches at one point and floor dancers. Yeah, I wasn't a floor dancer. Oh, but do you know what? It was so weird for us as well because before we went on straight on stage, we were told, you know, don't stand next to each other, no mm. vigorous dance moves. Um, and then looking out and seeing all of you guys, especially like our Neptunes and our friends and family and like our hardcore supporters that come to every gig just sat sort of like waving your hands from side to side it was so awkward but um we still managed to have fun it was like torture it really was it was it honestly and it was one of my favorite memories of last year because although there was the restrictions it was a sunny day it was an outdoor gig um, the drinks were flowing. I think it was the bank holiday weekend and it just started, it was like, right, if this is the start of it, obviously hindsight's a great thing. We realized that wasn't the start of it. Um, but I was like, right, this is it now. Things are just going to start to get better. And it just felt so nice to hear live music. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, more of that summer 2021. It's happening. We're putting it out there. Yes, please. Yes. Mm. Right. Before we get into our nineties chat, um, I always like to know because it's cup of tea and talks with G what your cuppa is. Um, so Lindsay, if you want to go first, what's your your cuppa of choice? I was gonna go for something fancy just because it's specifically cup of tea, but I just went with a standard Yorkshire, a Yorkshire brew. Same, I mean, you just same. can't beat it. It's my fave. Um, yeah, with a little bit of milk and one sugar, so it's Yorkshire for me. Oh my god, we've got the same drink, like exactly. Uh, all four of us. Is it? <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, I haven't. Well, tea. not currently, not currently, but that would be our I don't, tea of choice. I don't drink hot drinks. I don't drink hot drinks. Oh no, Michelle, sorry, you're gonna have to leave this conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Um, I'm not grown up enough for cup <laughs> tea and coffee yet. <laughs> oh I'm still. God. I'm genuinely still on the apple she juice. If we make it for her, <laughs> I don't. I don't. To be fair, I don't mind a cup of tea now and then, just to like join in. <laughs> but just to be part. But not because you want it. Is that the only reason why yeah, you have one? Yeah, and I do have tea, like, in the evening sometimes to dip biscuits in. Oh, my God. But, yeah, I'm just not a, not a tea and coffee kind of guy. I, I honestly cannot live without tea. Yeah, me either. No, I don't drink coffee, can't do coffee, but I need tea. And I'll have, like... Oh, I have a coffee as well every now and then. How funny, I don't drink coffee. I really don't like coffee. 
Yeah, no, be, like it's too much. But before bed, like I I'll like have a to have a decaf, but I have to have a Costa coffee. No, see, I can't. I don't even like, okay, this has gone on a completely Caramel different tangent. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't even like to have tea out of like Starbucks, Costa, any of them places because it tastes horrible. I don't like their tea. It does. It tastes like the cardboard cup. horrible. Yeah, same. I only like my tea. Well, Yorkshire tea. In a mug. Yeah, because they give you this Earl Grey stuff and it just looks like dirty water. And yeah. But then it tastes really strong, you. but it doesn't. I've gone to coffee shops before to like use, they sit like sort of work there. And I'm like, I don't want to live off hot chocolates while I'm here. But at the same time, I don't want to keep just like getting free water. So I just sit with this horrible, murky looking tea. And I'm just like, this is grim. I'm like, I wonder if I pay for it, but just say, don't even bother <laughs> making it. Just give me hot water and let me bring my own tea bags. Because, yeah, I'm very passionate about um, enjoying a good cup of tea. Right, that's enough of that <laughs> chat. Oh, by the way, there's no um, <laughs> there's no rules as such on like explicits and stuff. Like, as long as I mark it as explicit, if there's anything like you know any of the slang words or anything, it's not a problem. So don't worry about like censoring. Okay. No, oh, thank God okay. for that. Yeah, <laughs> we I wonder why you were so quiet, Michelle. <laughs> I know, cause I, I, honestly, every time we do something that's like public speaking or we've done radio thing, I don't talk because I'm so sick, scared of swearing. No, you can swear. It's it's allowed. Yeah. Because I don't even fine. mean to. I don't even realize it's, I'm doing it's just it half every time. It's just the way I speak. No, I mean with Michelle, I think with any of us actually, it's just a, it's a more of a passion thing. Yeah, you know, yeah. Just put some emphasis into what you're saying when you throw a little S or an F. There's certain words that won't like tell exactly how you're feeling unless they're somewhat explicit. Yeah. So like, so like I say, we're talking about all about nineties. Um, I was born in 1990, and so was Michelle. Lindsay, where were you? Yeah. Say when 1990 hit, what age were you? So I was five. You were five. Well, I was born in 85. And Jodie, you're the same then? I was four. Oh, you were four. So you were I was 86. 86. Right, right, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, like I say, I call myself a 90s baby, but really when the 90s were over, I was only becoming like a person. <laughs> I was becoming a person. Yeah, whereas for me, I think, because I was five going into the 90s, and actually I left school in 2001. Yeah. So, you know, my entire school life, my entire growing up and sort of, um, you know, life lessons and first relationships and fashion, dabbling with fashion and music yeah. and stuff. All of that happened for me in the 90s. So it's, it's a massive era for me. One of my favourite decades Same. to have lived in. That's what I wish I was born like five to ten years earlier just to sort of have been in the depths of it. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, that's what I was highly influenced. And I know, obviously, I had a big sister who's nine years older than me. So I any of her music was my music. So I did get to have that influence. Like, I didn't have my own CDs. I just robbed hers. And still now, the music that I listen to is very much influenced from that. Amazing. But it doesn't make any sense. And the same with my little sister. She was born in 98, so she doesn't have a clue. But yeah, she loves the 90s as well because of all of us. It's probably one of the biggest topics that we will get talking about is music of the 90s and there's yeah. some big ones that stick out to me obviously I love 90s dance so anything sort of rhythm is a dancer set you free yeah, all of them definitely. Ones. I lose my absolute shit when they come on we've seen you we know <laughs> oh I know honestly when I was at your gigs and then when rhythm of the 90s would sing some oh, of them amazing. songs like that's my music so people are like mm. oh yeah you love pop world and I'm like I don't actually because that's cheesy 90s and although I yeah. grew up with a lot yeah. of that that's not what I want to be dancing I like both. I like both. I mean, that's for a good, like, obviously, like, dancing and stuff. Yeah, definitely. I mean, Rhythm of the 90s are amazing. Yeah. Like, we've had the best times, like, dancing to their music. But 
I did like a bit of Spice Girls and cheesy, oh, like yeah. See, I did well. too. Backstreet Boys. I mean, see, I did at the time, but I don't think that sort of stuff is timeless. And no, not now. Relevant. I'm yeah. probably going to get really in trouble for saying that because loads of people are going to be like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> but for me, you know, like I loved at the time. I loved Bewitch. You know, oh, the yeah. Demon yes. on Demon, the, the the line dance routines. It was like so so fun at the time. <laughs> but I wouldn't now listen to a Bewitched Stop. album. Fun fact: I got um. I got their <laughs> autograph before they were anything. I got um the oh. girls from Bewitch. I don't have it anymore. I've lost Amazing. it. Amazing. was literally on this like postcard. My dad was working. He's he was a bouncer and he was working doors and someone that he knew was their manager and he was like, I've got this new girl band. Come wow. And I had this and we didn't know who it was and then wow. also Bewitch came out. Should have bloody kept it. That would have been well killed to have. Yeah. That's yeah. such a cool story. I know. And I like didn't even appreciate. See, it. I loved all the um. I loved I loved Spice Girls obviously yeah. like Spice Girls was my life I'm not joking I used to have every single piece of memorabilia that they brought oh out every outfit coat bag my walls were plastered in posters of them yeah. and I would get Bedding. up every day and do a little hip dip dog shit to which one I was going <laughs> to dress up as that day <laughs> stop it that's hilarious but I was never posh Spice because I've never liked her and I don't care still don't uh, <laughs> don't care still don't mic drop I was always posh Spice because my hair in the 90s was very much so uh, those of you that will know me will know I have very long black hair but um and I've had that forever but in the middle of the 90s I went through a stage of I was like I just I just want a posh spice bob oh my so god so I had it all locked off to my chin it was very big bouncy blow-dried under yeah. um straight cut fringe that was my hairstyle towards the end of the 90s I was I was ginger spice was you yeah and baby ginger and baby I swapped though I my hair was just like a messy brown yeah I went I was scary spice posh spice and then ginger spice but none of it ever it was just because I like liked them a little bit more that day but I do remember for hours and hours days with my cousins and my friends just making up shows and literally getting to pick who's going to be which spice girl I remember (laughs) the first ever album came out and had 10 songs on it and I remember vividly I got it for Christmas or something it was a white cover with a gold ring on it yeah 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 Yeah. and literally I'm we made now my twin sister wasn't really into dancing and I don't really understand so obviously I just told her she had to do this we made my mom and dad sit and watch us perform each one of the 10 songs swapping out back and forth and put the the camcorder in front of us stop oh my god that's hilarious oh, that's hilarious 10 of them songs like nobody needs to watch that but yeah they sat and they watched and I can't even imagine what that's loved your children yeah they're literally yeah the thing is I used to do things that to my mum and dad it was a one-man show like... <laughs> yeah me too <laughs> me too yeah me, no, me, and my, me and my sister used to do it legit and because I had the outfits so I mean my favorite outfit even though I never wanted to be sporty spice I feel like no one wanted to be Sporty Spice out of me and my friends. It was like, no, I don't want to, I don't want to. But I loved the Adidas joggers with the poppers all the way up the side. Uh, I had them. I had them. them. And I used to rip them off and then I'd have hot pants underneath and I'd just be Baby Spice, you know? (laughs) It was just like the coolest thing ever to have like platform trainers, pure white with like a silver stripe down the side. I had lime green ones. And then these Adidas, I mean, they're hideous now. I had, they were like, almost like a lime green yeah oh, yeah. the poppers all the way down the sides and then you just rip them off and you'd have like a sports it just, bra it, it was immense like literally just like a sports <laughs> bra like and I was like seven and I was like a little like um 
flagpole so I had nothing that needed to be in a sports bra but like that's what I wore and I, my mom bought me a lot of halter necks and stuff I don't I, I feel like I very much told them what I wanted to wear and there was no <laughs> other conversation around it because now in hindsight I wouldn't be putting what I wore on my own kids at that age but oh, honestly gosh, I had black no. halter necks I had like um hipster trousers yeah. with like yeah yes. mad belts. the chains like there's so much stuff that I wore and like say the platform trainers the spice boots oh my god like but that's what you're influenced. I loved my platform trainers and my pop, yeah, my pop joggers. Yeah. Well, I've actually got two pair of platform trainers arriving today, hopefully, that I did an online oh, shop. Amazing. I haven't had, I got some last summer and when I done the shoot with Heli for Sassy World and it changed my life. I was like, why haven't I, why have I stopped wearing these? So I've got two on the way now. Hopefully I like them. They'd be good for dancing in, won't they? Yeah. They just look good. <laughs> Jodie and I have our yeah. platform specific GT um, trainers. So trainers. Jodie's a, yeah. a neon pink and mine a neon green. And I mean, I wouldn't wear them, you know, like dropping the kids off at school or anything like that. But it's like you put the, the, <laughs> you put the boots on, the spice boots, and it's like we step into character. And um, we're just we're yeah. just there in the nineties. Yeah, definitely. Oh, I got them in white with neon laces. Yeah. No, honestly, and it's so weird because I because obviously we're going to talk about fashion and that in a bit, but like I wrote down a lot of stuff and I was like, is that now or nineties? Like it's all coming from, back. Like, Three sixty. Oh, nineties fashion's around. come back. Yeah, it's freaking me out. But like at the same time, I'm like, it's come back, but in a cooler way because it's not the way it was then. Like I don't care what you say. Like the the boots weren't as sort of sophisticated as they look now. Like the tie dye looks a lot sexier than tie dye yeah. used to look in the nineties. Like everything is a lot cooler. I'm like, you might say homemade yeah, tie dye. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like so obviously, like I say, nineties dance. But I was very much Spice Girls, Steps, Five, S Club Seven, Britney yeah. Spears, any of the pop. Throw it at me. Yeah. What was your first concerts? Mine was um, Power in the Park. Yes, that was where I went to Southampton. Yeah, that would have been my first one as well. What's that now? Um, they used to do this thing. It's basically like our Victorious. Oh, okay. But yeah, smaller. It was and in Southampton back then. I think when I first went, it was at Gar- I saw Gareth Gates. Yeah, no that's way. the one I saw. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> oh, uh, mine was uh, mine was Party in the Park, which used to happen annually in Hyde Park. Um, and I remember that T four party in the park. Yeah. And it was, um, I mean, it was epic. I saw, the first year I went, I saw Wheatus, Destiny's Child, Jay-Z, Mystique, Steps. Um, Just some, you know, you look back now and it was everybody I loved in the 90s, I still listen to now, was all there at that first concert. But my first Mm. uh, arena concert was the Backstreet Boys. Oh my God, that is so It was when they did their um, Everybody Tour. I went and saw them yeah. at Wembley Arena and it was insane. And I still swear, swear yeah. to God to this day, they had like, um, so it was the first concert I've been to, but it was like around the time when sort of pyrotechnics was happening and, you know, uh, levels, because before then things had been quite yeah. stagnant on stage, but just a stage, yeah. Backstreet Boys, everything to the next level. And they, I remember they were on like bungee ropes and they flew out into the audience. And I honestly, my mum laughs at me, but AJ spun out in a somersault. I was sat <laughs> in a seat on the corner of the stage and he blew me a kiss. And honestly, it made my <laughs> life. I was like, that was direct. We was clocked eyes and he blew me a kiss and I caught it. And honestly, I was buzzing. I'm still buzzing now, <laughs> fucking 25 years later. I did that to Jack Whitehall recently, but he Jack just got scared. <laughs> <laughs> He's blocked her on Twitter. He was well not big in the 90s. He got out an injunction, (laughs) pretty much. My first concert was Steps. And I was very 
seven or eight and my auntie brought me and my sister and my cousin for must have been Christmas or something and then like that very quick succession six months later we've seen five six months later we've seen steps and then probably about a year later we've seen Brittany when she did that hotel onyx amazing. tour oh, amazing. Like, the only one that when I was probably late teens early 20s that I was like the one I missed was the Spice Girls and I got to go and see them yeah, last year on the reunion it. tour because I was like I've done all oh, these wow. yeah wow. my best friend bought me tickets to go and see them in Croke Park we had my hen weekend which was in Portugal and then the following weekend I flew home to Dublin went to see the Spice Girls had another weekend home and then came back honestly but the next weekend then was when you guys were performing with Rhythm of the 90s when I rocked up. Amazing. What a life you were living, D. Uh, that was so much fun, though. That, honestly, 2019 <laughs> was like here. That and was the a good 2020 year. Oh, gosh. It was a really good year. Yeah, honestly, it's set too high. Yeah. Everyone knows that that year I couldn't get this Spice Girls ticket and it absolutely fucking ruined my life. No. So it would have been I amazing. I really enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, well done, Jane. <laughs> <laughs> I was absolutely devastated. <laughs> I act I'll send you my videos, Michelle. <laughs> Honestly. Thanks a like- lot, Rachel. <laughs> to be fair, I had the same thing with the Adele concert that time, and then I, I eventually got one. I did eventually get it. Do you know what though? While we're talking about 90s music. I've got to bring this story up, and I know the girls have heard it, but honestly, it's really disturbed me. So, like, I don't know if you guys know, but obviously, us being a R&B covers band, R&B massively influenced my music taste, and especially in the 90s, we had, like, like I said, Mystique were homegrown, you know, and it was, not only did they sing, but you had Alicia Dixon, and she could rap, and she was street, yeah. and she was just so cool. Um, yeah. We had Eternal, I loved Eternal, um, yeah. and then oh, you had yeah. Black Ivory, and TLC, and, like, all these amazing American bands. And um, one band in particular that I loved, right? Okay. Um, Not a lot of people know them, but they they were sort of on par with, at the time you had Drew Hill, who was another boy, American boy band, R&B. You had um, Blackstreet Boys. Um, They were all sort of like really big in the R&B world. And I, I, I love them. And you probably know some of their songs. They sing Peaches and Cream, which was a big song in the 90s. And they sang on Missing You with Puff Daddy and um, Faith. Okay, yeah. Uh, so they, you know, they, they've got some iconic songs, but they did a reunion tour about four years ago and they were coming to the O2. And I was like, oh my God, we have to get tickets. Um, so me and, me and my cousin and my sister got these tickets. We were going to go back. It was the first time they were reuniting in, in like 15 years. All four members were going to be back together. You know, we went and it was, we were so excited. It was so nostalgic. And you got in there and the vibe in the place was just amazing. Because everyone was like, oh my God, you know, they haven't been together for so long. They're going to sing all the classics. And it was one of those audiences. It was in the, um, in the O2, you know, the, the smaller room, not the big massive room. Yeah. And so it was one of them audiences where you make friends with everyone. Never, I've never been to a concert in the UK. Really? Oh, gee. Right, that's, we're going to have to change that next year. Well, the Indigo at the O2 is a much smaller venue. It's sort of like the, like New Theatre Royal sort of place, but without the seating. Right, yeah, more intimate, yeah. So we were there and it was very intimate. Not a lot of people, only a few hundred. And the audience were like, you made friends with everyone and people were offering you drinks and you was all sort of like hugging and dancing together and there was no animosity. And we all got in there at 7.30. They didn't come in until quarter to 12 at night. There was no warm-up act. Oh, yeah. oh my god! They sang Peaches and Cream and Missing You, which they only sang the chorus on, so they played 
Faith and P Diddy's vocal on a tape. <laughs> and then they said, good night. Also, there was only three oh members. The fourth member had the flu and didn't even bother flying to I England. And we would, I remember coming out there and we, we didn't know whether to laugh or cry. It was so disappointing. One of those moments. We'd waited since the yeah, 90s that's yeah. like and then the to come back together S Club 7. and blow us away. Oh, yeah, they're yeah. two now or something, aren't they? And it was like five, it's like fives now two or something, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. like they've, their lineup, a bit like, um, oh my God, what's that girl band that none of the original members are? are Sugar, babes. Sugar Babes. Sugar Babes. Like just cons, like, it's so different to how it is now because it's like, like convey about yeah like it was when it was really manufactured like like Spice Girls obviously were all auditioned that's why you know they didn't all know each other necessarily and all that but like at the time you don't think you think these are genuinely just these best friends that get together and sing yeah. and like, the Spice Girls movie like I loved that movie I love oh, that I felt like that was what their life was I wanted a Spice yeah. bus like why yeah. wouldn't you travel around like baby spice <laughs> were her thing of like lollipops we should get a gt bus yeah yeah oh, oh my god please get a gt bus just to drive around gt and neptune oh bus. my god guilt oh my god how cool would that be <laughs> guilt bus. bus let's go on some guilt trips yeah oh. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait <laughs> my dad listened to all the dance stuff like years so i grew up with all that as well yeah. like joe do, do you remember it. like the proper like ministry of sound collection oh, yeah. yes so my favourite song as a kid was I Got The Power. Like, yeah. That was mine and my dad. That was mine and my dad. We'd get in the car and that would go on full blast. Yeah. And my dad knew my dad knew all the raps and I would just get to sing the bits I knew. I remember my mum saying that because we lived, we, I grew up in a pub. So my mum and dad run pubs. And um, she said one day she came she came in the room and one of the customers had me up on the table singing Gloria Estefan to everyone at the age no of like four. Just, to, so <laughs> yeah, just stood on the table that. with my own audience. <laughs> Dean is very dance. My other half, he loves dance. We always argue yeah. in the car because he is like anything house and dance, especially like from a million years ago, is his genre. But for me, yeah. growing up in South London, dance never really took off. Um, I think it was very monotonous yeah. and samey. It was one beat. And the thing with uh, the, the music industry, especially like the underground garage industry in London is very um, competitive. So it's like trying to be different and trying to add a new blend, trying to add a new sound, trying to stand yeah. out. And so for me, especially towards the end of the 90s, early noughties, I was a proper garage girl. So that was when I started going out and underage <laughs> drinking and smoking, you know, my pack of 70p cigarettes and then <laughs> going to, to raves that I wasn't supposed to be going to. And it was all garage music. So towards the end of the 90s, that was really big. Garage was never a thing for me. Like, and I do feel no, like it's either. very UK though. Apart from Craig David. You yeah, know, yeah. Craig David yeah. was the height of what we probably see. the highest. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Same. What's that one? The one you just sang, Re Eat Wine. That one. And, that was great, uh, yeah. 21 seconds to go. Like, we see oh, all yeah, the yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, all the really obvious. Like the pop garage. It, like, it was, it was the one that was popular yeah. music. It was yeah. commercialized, wasn't yeah. it? I hate that song, Flowers. You know, I bring you. Oh. I know. I'm sorry. I, know I didn't it's hate it at Victoria's that time. She wasn't there. She was getting married. You get married. That's why. That's why. That's why she wasn't moaning about it. <laughs> yeah. See, I loved. Um, I loved all like Spice Girls and that. But my thing as a little kid was madness. Like my mum oh, and dad, dad had yeah. such madness, different yeah. tastes in music. So R and B only came into it for me as a teenager. When and that's when when I started getting sort of picked what I listened to. Yeah. That that's what I did. I, I that's when I started loving R and B. 
Apart from my mum, my mum always loved Mary J. Blige. Yeah. Oh my god. So my mum yeah. always had a Mary. My mum always yeah. had a Mary J. Blige CD in her. Car. But Mary has spanned the decades. So Mary's been around since the eighties. So she. Yeah. Is yeah. I mean, apart yeah. from her dance moves, See, obviously- I'm not jealous of those. Oh god, Jesus! <laughs> and if you haven't seen, please check her <laughs> out. On YouTube. It's fascinating. I don't know what's worse, her her dance moves or her haircuts. I love her haircuts because you know it's Mary J. It's like, who's that under that hair? It's Mary, it's got to be. I love it, it's iconic. (laughs) I wouldn't have those hairstyles, but I love that she's, she just doesn't care. She just rocks over it. I think family definitely influences music, doesn't it? Family. Oh, yeah. If what your sisters listen to or your brothers or your parents, like my dad was Queen and Madness. My mom was like Abba. Um, and my sister like that was like the 90s chart music at the time and that's all I know like I don't really know anything we else we had Barbara Streisand and Michael Jackson from Mum oh, and wow. Becky <laughs> my sister would yeah, yeah my like, dad was a massive MJ fan as am I anyone that knows me knows when he died I was getting phone calls asking me if I was okay like I lost my dad um, because my MJ obsession is beyond oh, but my mum was more sort of like I do remember MJ oh, in the but 90s, he, though. He, you just can't there's just there will never be another MJ UB40 um, who are a reggae band. Yeah. Oh, yeah, my so stepmom used to love them. We, we see them now. I mean, they're at the Guildhall um, this year. Their show's been, uh, mm. it was supposed to be last year, but oh, it's really? been moved. So we see them all the time, sort of like Bob Marley and any sort of reggae music, ska music, especially I grew yeah. up with. But my mum's very much sort of like Simon and Garfunkel, Fleet and Wood Mac. Um, she <laughs> loves Abba. Ace of Bass. Do you remember Ace of Bass? In the 90s. Yeah. Oh, that's I know wants. them, but I can't think of yeah. any of their songs. She wants Baby. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah, true. Celine Dion. My mum, I know, had Celine Dion albums, and I used to walk around in a dressing gown oh, yeah, feeling Celine. like I was in that. Um, it's all coming back to me now music video. Like, oh, my God. That, I love that song. Yeah. And I would be belting it out. I'd still belt it out now, to be honest, but like, I do appreciate <laughs> my neighbors a bit more than I did then. All but, by yeah. myself with my bottle of wine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, fe- I spent, felt like I spent Love a it. lot of time on my own <laughs> performing. Either if someone would watch me or not, I was performing. Like, yeah. and mirrors. But I mean, we say that now because how many times were you in the back of the car going somewhere with your parents and the window's down and the wind's blowing yeah. in your hair and you sort of look at yourself in the side mirror and you're like, in a music video <laughs> or in the shower. Yeah. No, the who's been in the shower? The yeah, water dripping well. down and you're like, pretend you're in a music video or you'll style your hair with the shampoo in like loads of different styles oh i do the britney every time when i'm in the bath (laughs) (laughs) every time i try (laughs) okay so obviously we could go on for hours and hours more about music and all of that other ones actually that i wrote down that i was a big fan of was like aqua I had their album. Love it. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Come on, Bobby. Let's go party. <laughs> Love like that it. song. <laughs> Please do that again. I love that song. Um, What's he going to look like with a chimney on her? Like, oh, I'm obsessed oh, with yeah, that song. Yeah. I wanted to buy that. So I love that song. Actually, before we move on to TV and, and movies and all of that stuff, what was the first CD that you remember buying? Because I know that I wanted my first CD to be Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. And my mum brought me into the shop to buy it, but they didn't even really sell singles. It was like an album. And she's like, you don't want a full album of Celine Dion. I was seven. So she got me like one yeah. of them, like, um, now that's what I call music, probably like 22 or something like that. I don't yeah. know what number they're on now. And I had like a rave version of My Heart Will Go Along go on on like cd2 but the rest I think of it was, i had that and, one yeah, yeah but chimney on her was on it so i remember being like well actually it I has two song, of my yeah. favorite songs so i bought that Amazing. was my first cd one of them now that what was yours Lindsay? i remember i really remember vividly so the first album was um michael jackson's dangerous 
Yeah. Um, the first album that I bought was TLC's Fan Mail. Yeah. Which is an understated album, I think, because everyone remembers Crazy Sexy Cool, which is a, a, an epic album. But Fan Mail for me, it was the little skits. It was the first album that I had that had skits after nearly every song. Yeah. So they had like little um, blurbs and <clears throat> things they would say and little sort of like jingles, I guess. I love um, that. And that album still listen to it today but the first single that I bought was a garage song and it was called energy it was by energy yeah uh, that was the first single I bought what about you Joe? I can't actually remember I remember obviously having the Spice Girls one I yeah. remember my Craig David one and I remember Dalton Goodrum's album as well oh I my really god that that's a good oh, and, one, yeah. and Anastasia as well yeah I loved Anastasia yeah, she I was like her. oh I loved her like proper like no she just made you feel like really good about yourself oh it was like like, really like girl and so much power you would yeah you feeling like after listening to her song you would feel like a million pounds like you would yeah yeah the only thing is you can't sing anastasia without trying to mimic her voice yeah she's got such a rap she she was like early like late 90s early 90s but i just remember she was so unique and like that's when i would have been less about cds and more about the music channel and watching videos I love to take that as well. Unreal. Yeah, take that. I've seen them and can't say we take the that. Best. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, what about you? What CDs do you remember buying? I can't. I remember I had obviously I had the Spice Girl CDs. I think that was as well when I first started switching from tapes to oh my CDs. God. Yeah. Like around that time. The pencil win. Um, <laughs> yeah. And I had, I think the first CD I went out and bought myself was Nellyville. Oh, oh yeah, because yeah, I, yeah. I used to get CDs for Christmas and birthdays and stuff always. Because and like I'd write a list. Like as soon as I knew there was a new single out, I'd write a yeah. list, and then I used to get so excited for like the bonus track because that was a surprise. Yeah, and I used, yeah. To, and I used to love the little like catalogs. Ca- yeah, because so- oh, yeah, it had the lyrics. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I've kept, kept loads of mine. I've kept loads of mine with the lyrics. Yeah, so yeah, mine. but um, I remember one Christmas I was so chuffed because I got um, I was probably only about seven eight and I got um Aretha Franklin's greatest hits I was obsessed with her no and way. I, was so, I was so excited I cried oh. Oh. but I've, I still collect CDs now that like, I don't even care I just don't think yeah. you should stop CDs buying CDs I collect R&B um CDs so I collect like all the R&B like anthems and throwback yeah. CDs and that and I've got like hundreds of them I love oh, it it was like, like four years yeah. ago I bought this laptop <laughs> and it's my first laptop that I've had that I bought myself and when I bought it I was like oh sorry no I don't actually want this model I want because it doesn't have a CD tray in it and he was like oh no laptops do anymore I was like what, Ooh, so how am I what? supposed to convert my laptop my CDs yeah like laptops now you have to buy like an additional <clears throat> extension to play a CD you can't yeah, buy don't that's, that's disgusting my dad said um oh my sister she got a new laptop for christmas and they wanted a disc i think they was asking for a disc drive for something yeah. and she was like no it hasn't got one i was like yes it's every every laptop's got a disc drive and i had to look i was like oh my god it hasn't what's going on <laughs> still i'd like bought the beyonce new album i was like what am i supposed to do with this <laughs> like okay <laughs> like, how am i supposed to put this on my ipod but yeah no 90s music like i say it's definitely it's one of them things I think Iconic. I've, I've done a, um, an episode actually with a girl called Kelly and it's all around music but just the fact that music is like a time machine and the fact that yeah. I think if you grow up with that like I could play to somebody now who maybe wasn't into that that music it will never be as good to them Bro, as it sounds to me because no. oh, yeah. I mean, you look at TikTok the, yeah. 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 and it's there's coming so back. many 90s songs coming back my kids yeah. love you know that I'm blue and dabbity, oh yeah, yeah. I, my kids know all the words and the other one who we haven't mentioned Venga Boys 
Oh yeah, I see oh, Mary on TikTok. I seen Venga Boys like six years ago, six seven years ago. I seen them in a nightclub at home, and I was up the front of the stage copying their dance moves. I was like, Oh my god, that's so cool! But I was like, That's hilarious. Yeah, I done a video that went around not long ago, wasn't there? There was a video going around before where someone just pulls up in a car, and it's like I don't know where it is, but it's like the equivalent of Gildor, Palmerston Road, like where all the pubs and clubs are. And they're playing um, the Venga Bassist coming, oh and everybody uh, like a blast, and everyone comes out of the pubs into the street, and people are going mental. Yeah. Honestly, if that comes on in a club now, it, it just transports yeah. you somewhere like really fun. No, it wasn't. Boom, 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 boom. Yeah, that was my favorite one. Is that one? Yeah. Yeah. They were iconic. And it was dance moves as well, and it was like yeah. they were cartoons in their videos, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Just, Sexy, you cartoons. know, traveling the world. Ibiza, Milan, it was like, it was mental. Yeah. I don't know whether you guys agree, but I find that music now, today, like if you play this like music in 20 years time, I think it's going to be on that type of music. Going, mm, yeah, it was all right. But you go back to the 90s music and it's like, it just hasn't gone out of fashion. Yeah. It's just, it was an era that you can listen to over and over again. I think too much now. Where it's like, yeah. oh, yeah. God, like, Back then, like you say, you think you'd your pop, your nineties, your garage, your rock. R&B. There wasn't whereas R and B. Whereas now, I couldn't even tell you what genre songs sit into anymore. Yeah. Because obviously, there's so many, which is amazing that yeah. so many people can like get their songs out there. But I think you're not going to hear a song that stays in the charts for so long. And like, you know what I mean? Like there's new songs that there's like, too I much Spotify onto the charts. Like, and I'm just, like, yeah. yeah, it just, it, it doesn't get enough time. You don't get enough time to sort of sit with it and sort of listen to it. Whereas like when I'm blue, dabba dee, dabba die came out, that was, that was number one in the charts for weeks. But and I, think I love the artists in general yeah. switch genre now. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, yeah. you don't, like if you think back to Taylor Swift, you know the early days, she was so country, country yeah, so yeah. country, it's unbelievable. Nice. And then she was country pop, and now she's sort of trying to be a little bit pop urban. So it's like yeah. I think artists just we evolve, don't we? And times yeah. change so quickly at the moment that I just think people are constantly sort of uh, reimagining the themselves and sort of born yeah. again. You know, the Miley Cyrus, I think it's the, the, the Taylor um, Swift. It's just the internet influence, isn't it? Just because everything's yeah. on the internet, everything's so much more accessible. Like there was only one chart show. You'd only listen to the, like, and it was the one chart. Top of the pops, watch it on a, yeah, 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 top of the pops. But that was amazing. it. There was no, like, yeah, you've got Capital Radio Hot 1, 40. you've got Capital, you've got, yeah. yeah, you've got yeah. every other charts going. So you're like, are you really number one or? Well, I think it's like music accessibility as well, you know? So when we were younger, it was, you went to Virgin Music. Yeah. yeah. And you got it. all your music there. And then you started seeing it pop up in Woolworths. Do you remember Woolworths? Yeah, I love that really. shop. Um, and then you know you, you could sort of get it. You could get it in the supermarket. Yeah. And now it's just so accessible. And like for artists in the nineties, you had to have a recording label. You had yeah. to go to a specific studio. Whereas oh, now, you, you know, people are recording at home. Um, yeah. You can and mix and master it yourself. And yeah, it's sort TikTok of TikTok has helped so, so many artists. Right, let's move on to like TV, TV shows, films. Um, oh, yes. oh my God, there's so many. I know me and Michelle watched just a lot of the same stuff because we've discussed <laughs> yeah. this before. But the 90s for TV was just the best. It was so good. Was so but good. What I will say, be sorry, before we do TV shows, one thing that I noticed that's a lot different because obviously I've got nieces and, and stuff like that. When I don't know if it's the same in your house, but in my house at 6 p.m., kids' shows stopped. That was it. You couldn't yeah. watch kids' show after 6 o'clock BBC or RTE, right. which is the Irish version, 
the their channel stopped and then all of a sudden it was adult TV. Whereas now you yeah. can get kids shows 24 seven. Like oh, I just God, remember yeah. being like annoying, six o'clock it? and it'd be end of the day and then dad would come in from work and he'd be like, right, this is your last show. And then that's it. It was soaps and boring stuff. And that was it. You couldn't watch any more yeah. TV for the rest of the day. Like that. Yeah. See, when I was little, you'd come in from school and it was um, CITV. Yes. And so it was things like, I used to love, like, Bernard's Watch. Oh, yeah. Um, Queen's, Queen's Nose. Nose. Yes. And, and things um, like that. And then twist. that stopped. Round and the like, twist. Oh, my God. Art yeah. Attack. Yeah. Love Neil Buchanan. The amount of times I rated the cupboard for yeah. little bits and bobs, like spaghetti. Yeah. Oh, he's like, just oh, go get your pipe cleaners. I'm like, well, I don't have Going pipe cleaners. Going out the garden, tipping out a whole bottle of salt on the floor <laughs> yeah. and that. Like, oh, I'm doing an art attack. <laughs> <laughs> shop. Um, Oh my god, yeah, the shop, that one. was mine and my brother's favourite with them two twins. Fun house. Oh, fun house. It's a whole fun, fun house. house. It's a lot of fun. The prize is to be won. It's a crazy time. I wanted so bad to be on the fun house and do that last one where you had the go kart. Oh my god, that was. And you had to get the prizes, didn't you? You had to pull the flags. And you'd be hidden, and you'd get like there was a chicken or something, a chicken noise if you pulled the main prize. And you'd be like, go back, go back. Won the bonus prize. Yeah. Oh, loved it. Yeah. So that, but like that finished at like like say six o'clock, and then it was an episode of The Simpsons. And then it was yeah. an episode of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And that but was yeah. it. TV I, done. You had to watch Corrie. I remember, <laughs> although kids TV ended, like evening TV with the family was a thing. And more than that, oh, yeah. so Saturday morning, yeah. Saturday shows. morning, we'd get up. And from eight o'clock, SMTV, SMTV Live. SMTV Live, CD yes. UK. And then yeah. in the evening on a Saturday, I was never anywhere than with my parents and my grandparents. No. We had like, you, you had the that. gladiators. You had Generation Games. You had... Yes. Um, Don't forget your toothbrush. What Blind was that one with the snooker? Point break? Blind date. Blind date. Yeah. Um, um, you had all those and we watched them together as a family. Oh, Noel's house party. Mr. Blobby. Noel's house. Oh, I was the biggest Mr. Blobby fan as a kid. I remember one Christmas I got like a big inflatable Mr. Blobby. And one of my brothers instantly popped Aww. it, and that was it. Christmas room, <laughs> and they had to rush out, and my nan had to go out on Boxing Day and find me another oh, one because I was absolutely beside myself. Yeah, honestly, nineties TV, but like you say, it was more the ritual of it. Sister, sister, Keelan yeah. and Kel. I wrote. Um, do you remember Clarissa? Clarissa explains all. Loved it. Yeah, Clarissa. Yeah. That was all before Sabrina the, the Teenage Witch, you know. And I remember, and I was yeah. really young, so I we didn't have Scotty until I was like. 12 or 13 I think or maybe a little bit younger but I definitely didn't have it yeah we didn't unless your yeah. dad was a lawyer or a doctor no one had yeah it was cable no you didn't have back then. yeah and we had them little so little cable boxes box. that had 16 and channels. you always had an uncle yeah. that could chip it for you and get all 18 <laughs> channels yeah. yeah I still have one of them uncles now um, <laughs> we all do <laughs> but I, honestly before we had like American TV with Nickelodeon and that like it was just like say it was just a family ritual where we'd all just watch the same yeah. My mum and dad watched the kids' shows. We'd watch the adults' shows. Like, I remember, Are You Afraid of the, Ga- the Dark and Goosebumps? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Goosebumps, Are You Afraid of the Dark? My son's 10, and two years ago, um, because he's really into Goosebumps, so he reads the books, and he's got all the sort of, you know, Night of the Living Dummy, the little episodes. Yeah. And my mum said, if he's into mm. Goosebumps, you and your brother loved Are You Afraid of the Dark? Ran the campfire, ghost stories. And then at the end, they poured a fire out, yeah. Yes. And to put the, throw the dust on. 
she searched yeah. on the internet for ages and she found every single episode back to back oh on a DVD. Way. She bought that for my son two years ago and they still watch it now. My kids love it. Two years? Two years. That would scare the life out of me love at the time. That. I, I would be petrified. Yeah, it was so scary. Yeah, like, yeah I used, used to watch that all that. And goosebumps. We loved it. But we loved a good scare because I tell you what else came out in the 90s that we weren't allowed to watch and there's still stigma now and I still get frightened to watch it now because my mum and dad made such a fuss about it. The X Files, you know, oh, we were yeah, sent my to bed and, dad and it was like, do not yeah. come down, do not open the door because you'll be so petrified. And I remember if me <laughs> and my brother ever needed a drink, we would hold hands and creep downstairs. <laughs> and the minute you'd hear like the scary music <laughs> on the telly, we'd just stop and sort of hold our breath. <laughs> but I still like, I haven't even, I haven't watched it today because it's, it petrified no. me so much when I was a child. Just the thought of how scary it was and that creepy but music. I, I wrote down um, the original, so obviously it's come back out, I think last year, but the original Roald Dahl's Witches. I love that. What the hell? Have you watched that recently? Oh my God, yes. That used to scare the libertines out I haven't out watched me. the remake because the original was so perfect. It used to petrify oh, me. Yeah, the I original, actually love the that, remake. That, that that's scary. Kids, surely. Neither the remake is scary. I didn't watch that either. Her toes. Oh, no, when they pulled her face off, like. Oh, I said it to Nate a few weeks ago, a few months ago, and he's convinced that we haven't watched it. So it must have been with one of my sisters recently. But we watched it maybe two years ago or something. And I was like, and I couldn't remember what happened at the end. And then when I rewatched it as an adult, I was like, oh, that's it then. He just stays as a mouse forever. Like it wasn't, yeah. oh, and then the magic happened. And no, just, that was it. nothing was resolved. Like, no, he just they like, him a big fun house. Yeah. Thinking yeah. he's Pat, Pat Shaw, do a little, and he just runs and around then, and then a little train, and then and the witches <laughs> <laughs> just a little in the fun house. Get the bonus prize, but yeah, like literally, like petrified, like and that was a kids' movie, like that. That's just yeah. a thing. And the same with like I've I love it, and I ha- I've only watched it a few times in my adult life, but Labyrinth, but that was creepy. That's my favorite. That oh, is yeah. that is a classic for me. My yeah. kids love that. In fact, I shared a memory on my Facebook um last week because my Lissy, who's now eight. When she was three, she knew every word to um, Jump Magic Jump. And I've recorded it and it's on my Facebook. It's the cutest thing. I love watching it back. But that and and there's another one, a fantasy film with um, Tom Cruise and unicorns. Can't remember what the name of it was, but those really stick out to me um, from my childhood. Yeah, it was mine and my brother's favourite. We had a favourite film when we were little and it was all about, it might have just been called, oh, Little Monsters. It was about like um, under your bed was a, this whole other world where all the monsters lived but like so you'd think that's not really appropriate for kids but there was one good monster and he pops up like in this kid's room and it turns out he's like a fun good monster he takes this kid to monster land but then a little boy gets honestly that was mine and my brother's favorite film growing up and the monster because it was a bit like imagine drop dead fred oh Oh, love drop dead fred oh okay yeah yeah. drop dead fred i got banned like my mum and dad took my video away from me and i wasn't allowed to watch it again for years after copying absolutely everything (laughs) everything. that's iconic um, my sister was like that with tracy beaker like i legitimately triggered dog shit and wiped it on the side she used to turn people into a right nightmare yeah tracy she's a mum now isn't it you know what petrified me so we went and this was towards the end of the 90s Jurassic Park came out and I remember oh, dad scares the life oh, at me yeah. my mum and dad <laughs> so, so freaky Joes um, but we went and saw it uh, <laughs> me, my mum, my dad and my brother and I was so frightened that, that night I was laying in bed 
and I could just see T-Rex outside my bedroom window and I would not go to sleep. <laughs> I was so scared to tell my mum that I was scared of this dinosaur that didn't exist, that she brought a pregnancy book into my room at two o'clock in the morning because she thought I was going to start my periods. So oh. I had a whole education oh. about hormones, right, and about sleep deprivation and how your body changes. <laughs> and I had to look at diagrams of vaginas for like half an hour because I was too scared to tell my mum there was a T-Rex. <laughs> she was window. scared of the dinosaur. So oh, you were then scared of the vagina. <laughs> I think one of my other favourite films was Edward. Oh my God, oh, that's yes. a great film. I watched that so I've many times as a child. And Beetlejuice. Beetlejuice, that was one. That scared the life out of me know, as well. Did anyone ever see Dunstan Checks In? Yeah. With the orangutan. Dunstan Checks In. Oh yeah. my God, I loved Loved that film. Yeah. Oh, what's that? oh it's me monkey, should love like, it. It's, it's this kid yeah. who's got like a monkey. Oh my god, it's so good. And it's the cute little kid from um from Santa Claus. Oh, the little fella, it's yeah, fun. yeah. It's such a good film. Oh, it rings a bell actually. And, such a good um, film. Look who's talking. Oh yeah, yeah. All the look who's look talking. Who's talking they were good films. And honey, I shrunk. Honey, honey I shrunk the kids. Yeah. Honey, I blew yeah. up the kids. Yeah, that one wasn't as fun though because you know they weren't giant antlers no. and bumblebees. Oh, I was so upset when the ant died, though. Oh, you my know, God. The ant and Auntie. Oh, my God, don't, Auntie. No, it kills me every time. Kills Stop. me every like, time. even now. Then you've got your iconic, your Grease. Oh, I wrote Grease down because I, my big sister obviously watched Grease. But I, until probably the age of 15, didn't realise that our Grease video was, a, like, a home recording. So we missed the whole, like... Our recording started as soon as Summer Loving started. So I never realised. Oh, it was, like, 10 okay. to 15 minutes of the movie that... I what? my whole life my sister got a, like the dvd when it came out and i was like what is this you know like the is this remastered yeah. and everyone was like no i'm not gonna lie though as taboo as it is i actually prefer grease i two. do oh no is i really do oh, grease like reproduction, reproduction. <laughs> i love grease <laughs> oh, grease one grease one all the way I didn't realise how rude that was, though, Greece, until I was an adult and I had so kids rude. and I was watching it casually with my five-year-old, thinking, this didn't yeah. happen when I watched it when I was a child. <laughs> what is that? What are you doing, John Travolta? Stop it! Well, even Rizzo. Like, Rizzo's obviously <laughs> potentially gone through a teenage pregnancy. Didn't notice it's any of that storyline. That no, went way over my head. went over my head while I'm sitting there singing, yeah. you know, yeah. Rizzo's it's devastated. Yeah. <laughs> what I find amazing is the fact that they clearly all look about 50 I years know, old I as well. I know, yeah. Like, they look so old. <laughs> no teenagers that old. Oh, Kinnicky. Like, uh, it's like pensioners. I know. And they're playing teenagers. It's mental. Kinnicky. <laughs> Do you want to get a hickey from Kinnicky? <laughs> I watched it as like an eight-year-old and I'm like, all right, in, in eight years, I'm going to look like that. And then I... 16 years me I'm like I don't look like Olivia Newton-John I was like what's going on here why don't I look like the kids yeah. do in high school like devastated <laughs> um, why are my boobs yeah like, like why am I not smoking a cigarette all sexy and in my black and leather and <laughs> one of the movies that I remember and it was such a 90s movie was and it same similar to you Lindsay scared the life out of me was Jumanji yes oh, I Jodie knows Jumanji's always on in my house. Love it. Love it. My sister, the Christmas that came out, she asked Santa for Christmas. So I think it came out in 96. So we were like six. And she asked Santa to bring her the Jumanji board game, which they were selling in like Argos. Oh my God. I cried 
for a night and night and night of begging that Santa would bring her the Jumanji game because I was like, why would you want to like and wouldn't play it? Like was petrified. Could you hear the drumming Honestly, under the bed? I was like scared, scared the life out of me. On that same theme, I went round my nan's and my nan is um, Indian. So she wasn't very down with the culture, down with the kids and uh, we were having a sleepover. So me and my older cousin and my auntie, who's only a few years older than me, were sleeping in the front room. And my nan put this really cute film on for us that was about um, like Furby-like creatures. Okay, yeah. Oh, and um, okay. so we started watching this film and it was really, really, really scarred me for life because it was Gremlins. <laughs> and I don't think any of us could sleep. We just literally hugged each other and stayed awake the entire night. To be fair, that was actually quite scary. Do you know what else? Save by the Bell. She's all that and and 10 things I hate about you. They're all iconic. Never been kissed with um oh never been kissed. Drew Barrymore. Barrymore. I love that. I've never seen that. What? Shut up, it's oh great. I've only, I'm not going to lie, I'm, I'm so cracked We're only with, just um, getting her on chick flicks. I've only just started like, watching girly films. I've never, I don't really, I've never liked things. I like think they were because... iconic in the 90s though, I mean. It's like Clueless. Yeah. yeah. Clueless. No, but in the 90s, I watched all the TV programs, but films, I liked, um, I loved horror films as a oh, kid. No, like, I I'd don't. sit and watch Freddy Krueger and Hellraiser mm-hmm. and stuff. But I didn't, yeah, I didn't no, I was I've never been into like, chick flicks. And occasionally we watched Scream. Watched... We did watch Scream. Like, I remember like having a sleepover and watching Scream and being like absolute petrified. And I was like, this isn't even scary, yeah. Jodie. And I was like, well, that's like, scary to me. Over lockdown, I've watched for the first time How to Lose a Guy in the I love that oh, film. Yes. I can't believe you've only just seen um, that. What's that one <laughs> I, I watched love the her. other day around here that I'd only never seen before? When She's Dead. Oh, well, it's just like, heaven. Oh, just, just like heaven. Just, just like, like heaven. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've only just started watching all these things. I feel like you've missed out. Do you know what was another really iconic film of the 90s? The Bodyguard. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. when so I mean, one, and I love, if you films. if you ever get the opportunity to look at, um, the, I'm sure it's on YouTube, Dolly Parton being interviewed about the first time she heard I Will Always Love You, sung by Whitney, which... I mean, a lot of people I've don't. A lot of people don't even know that know it's a Dolly that she, song. Yeah. Dolly wrote it, so, um, and yeah. it was no originally a country song. Yeah. So Dolly Parton tells this story of she's driving along a highway in America, as you do, and um, this song comes on the radio, and it's Whitney Houston, and you know she she has to pull over to the side of the road because she's so invested emotionally, and it's not until a minute through the song that she realizes it's her song. Shut up. Because yeah. Whitney sings it, so, it so different, different and yeah. it hits so oh, get differently. Just thinking of the first few like seconds. When of I it. saw that interview, oh. honestly, I was in, I was just in tears because I, I know we, you know, as singers, we know music does that to people. It's so yeah. emotive. But to hear Dolly Parton, she wrote that song and it was quite a yeah. jovial sort of country song. You know, It just goes to show, doesn't it, how much you can transform a song as well. But she was so blown away and she actually tells everyone, that song is not mine, that is Whitney's. So when The Bodyguard oh. came out and it had so many iconic songs in it, you know. Queen of the Night. It was just oh, Queen of the Night. Yeah, yeah that film, oh, yeah. it gives me goosebumps every single time. That is one of my all-time favourites. What's about a boy in in the nineties? Because I remember loving that. Yeah. Was that more, about was a boy? That more? It with, was very um, late in the noughties. Yeah. yeah, that was naughty. That I remember seeing that in the cinema. What I did see in the cinema, and I know it was definitely in the nineties, was Flubber. <gasps> Flubber, Flying Rubber. Mrs. Doubtfire must have been nineties. Yeah, Mrs. Doubtfire, yeah, early nineties. Yeah. A lot of the big Disney ones, though, Lion King, Miracle on 34th yes, Street. Yes, Miracle on 34th Santa Claus, they yeah. all come out in the 90s. Yeah. Little Mermaid. What a great decade. 
Yeah, and honestly, I was spoiled growing Such up, like like you say, five, six years of age, and all these deadly movies are coming out. Like, and I think that's another thing as yeah. well. Like, there wasn't as many movies, so you'd wait months before a new big kids movie would come out, and you'd go and see it. Like, so there was just, yeah. I know obviously it's great. There's so much more available now, but I really like look back on that time and like miss the simple, the simplisticness. That's not even a word. The simplicity yeah. of it all. Like, simplicity. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> It's what I said, decorate, decorate. We're on, we're on a roll. Yeah, I just miss all that because like <laughs> you didn't, you never would miss something because you'd have time to go and watch it. Like, you know, I know this is probably definitely naughties, but like the toys, no, Toy Story was ni- 90s, Monsters Inc., all of them. Yeah, they were big deal. Toy Story 1 came out in 98. Yeah, but the, I remember mm. going like with my family, it was a big deal to go and see this movie. Whereas like, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like part yeah. of that's lost, which... It's a bit upsetting because, like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is sad, but I think you know, especially like me and Dean as parents, we really do try to like the some of the things that we remember so much from our childhood, growing up in the nineties, especially. We try and give to our kids because even though yeah. they don't exist in the world, we can still they can still exist in our home. So like yeah. those Saturdays around the yeah. grandparents, you know, or Sundays when you go yeah. to Sunday roast around nans, we we still um, we can't do it in lockdown but we still try and uphold those traditions and uh, you know my kids nice. love the masked singer so that is a oh program God, that, yeah. you know saturday evening we sit together and even hoppers take it off take it oh. off she gets so in- invested <laughs> and i love that that really really sort of those are, i'm hoping when my kids grow up those will be the things they remember from their childhood but i think lockdown has helped with all that because i wouldn't yeah, watch definitely. anything live yeah. everything that we watch is recorded so now Mass Singer, I was like, let's just watch it. We've nothing else yeah. to do. Let's just watch it yeah. on a Saturday night. Yeah. I was on Twitter, like reading about it as it was live, whereas usually I have to avoid social media so you don't find out. Just in case, yeah, someone spoils it for you. Oh, so many. I keep getting Drag Race spoilers. The, the Drag Race UK, if I don't watch it on a Thursday night, I'm like, stop spoiling it. <laughs> Ruining it for me. Yeah, what is that about, um, guys? Ease up. I know. Like, just wait yeah. like a week, at least a week. Like, everyone's like, devastated. I mean, if you want advice, like, we can put, you can put online, like, can someone tell me, but message me. Yeah. No, it's more people like, oh, devastated, such and such got kicked yeah. out. And I'm like, well, I'm devastated that I found out yeah. before I got a chance to bloody watch it. So, of you. thanks for that. I'm devastated twice now. <laughs> thanks, Karen. <laughs> um, <laughs> We did touch on it, but um, obviously there was a lot of, I'd say, special fashion choices in the 90s um, and some that I'd completely forgot about. I did have to Google it, to be oh, honest. I love the iconic Clueless obviously, Yeah, stuff. Clueless. Like, that's the thing, though. I sort of, uh, that's what I think of as 90s, but that's not what I was wearing in the 90s. I was wearing silver no. puffer jackets. I mean, naff-naff jackets as well. Yeah. You know, with, like, with the multicoloured naff-naff on the yeah. back. But when you Google 90s clothes, that's not what I wore. I mean, that's what the Americans always do things 10 times better, I think. But oh no, we, they really do. the thing that I will say came off the back of Clueless for me being a sort of teenager in the 90s mm. was um, the iconic two piece outfits. So yeah. not necessarily the check, mm. but I know yeah. towards the end of my school life, um, I had many sort of like pleated skirts with the blazers. Um, I had long sort oh, of um, maxi skirts with the short crop top. Um, yeah. you know, in the match material. And we had these sort of like, you had long sleeve tops that that were tie up, but they had like a metal um, ring that you sort of pulled yeah. the top through. Yeah. And you'd have the matching yeah, trousers, yeah, yeah. sort of like flares. Yeah. They were really tight on the thigh and the knee. And then they sort of kicked out at the, 
cop. That was but, quite. Um, that reminds me of like Steps, Spice Girls, All yeah. Saints. Like that's the type of stuff that yeah. they probably didn't wear, but it was the closest thing that we could buy to look like them. Because obviously, yeah. like obviously they were getting designed. And um, one thing I did write, which I I think one of you has just said it, is the the jeans with the skirt over it. Yeah. Spouses. Yeah. Oh my! I never had a pair of them because I even at the age of like eight I was like I am not wearing that my sister had them and I hated them I just couldn't but I did have the most horrific pair of denim pedal pushers pedal pushers and clam diggers were like all that anyone wore they looked awful on me yeah like and then I have wrote as well like the and they've definitely come back probably twice since the 90s is the like jelly sandals with the glitter in them and I would oh yeah the kids yeah Yeah. I had ones with heels I would not Heels. Yeah, I would not have anything other than the heels. And my mom walked around every shop in the town. Like there wasn't that many shops in our town either. Do you remember the blow up backpacks as well? Bubble backpacks. Yeah. 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 And, and the, the chairs. chairs. And the chairs. Everything was blow up. Like yeah. I literally remember my whole blow room was just pretty much a blow up. <gasps> the trainers with yes. the pumpy tongue. Yeah. I mean, I was never into it because it was more Michelle's generation. Um, but my sister had a whole groovy chick bedroom. Oh, I wrote Groovy Chick. Yes. Oh, but mine yeah. wasn't there. I had Groovy Chick. And then when I grew up a little bit, it was Playboy. Playboy. Yeah. 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 Playboy. But there was two Groovy Chicks. There was the like, there was the Groovy Chick who was like the, the girl. And that's what my bedroom, I had everything. The lamp, yeah. the lampshade, the bed covers. the curtains. It was just called Bang on the Door. The bang on the Door bang was the, the little head the with the little bodies. And you had like diamond yeah, geezer yeah. and stuff. I, I loved all, anything. Yeah. That was when Claire's accessories started to open up a home. Like, because you'd only get Claire's yeah, accessories was, yeah, up yeah. north. And I remember, like, everything was just a groovy chick, this, a group, like... Oh, and Forever Friends was really big, Forever you know? Yeah. Oh, Forever yeah. Friends, little ornaments, or sort of, like, hair ornaments. accessory cards. And the blue, the blue nose bear. Blue nose me bear. Me to you. Yeah, yeah, me too, bear. Oh. I've actually got a whole box. I've got a whole box. Yeah, upstairs. I used to collect, I was really into um, Tatty Teddy. Yeah, I, me too. I used to collect loads. I've got, I've got loads of glass, like, well, they're not glass, what's ornaments, it called? Like. Ceramic. Like, I've got loads of ornaments. I've got, like... All the teddies I had one yeah. when I was 16, one when I was yeah. 18, one when I was 21. Yeah. I've got, I've got, I've got all them bears. I've got just like, they were proposed to me. No way. Friends yeah. used to give me and shit like that. Yeah. I mean, pe- people don't really collect things anymore, do they? But collect no. collections were really big because you had you had pogs. Did anyone collect pogs? They were a big thing. Pogs, yeah. And yes. um, I collected trolls. Trolls, yeah. That's so I nineties. Trolls, trolls. Polly Pockets. Polly Pockets. Oh my God. I remember Adam, it was a makeup case and it opened up and it was like a spa. Yeah. yeah. And you had like a little sauna in there and like love Polly Pocket. In fact, my kids have got all my Polly Pockets. My um, my my friend, she turned 30 in January and I was like, oh, I want to get her something that no one else will get her. Like, I want, I want her to look, I want her to feel like a kid again. And so me and my other friend, we done her this massive treasure chest up of like 90s toys and memorabilia. So she had, them, do you remember those aliens yes. and the jelly and the, the millennium egg? aliens? Yeah. Yeah. So we've done yeah. it. There was Tamagotchis. We bought her a Tamagotchi. Oh um, my god, that sounds like, like all the dream. Oh, uh, we found we found like do you remember the Pringle pots for lunch boxes? Like just oh, all things yeah, like that. Yeah. We just filled up yeah. this box and I was so jealous giving it to us. Oh, oh, I want one. <laughs> it sounds Tamagotchi. so fun. I mean, yeah, I had so a dear diary. Do you remember it was the first electronic oh, thing god. you had? Yeah. You used to have a password and yeah, with your dream phone. Dream Do you remember yeah, you used yes. to have to ring people up and ask them clues and you'd get like, I know who it is, but I'm not telling. Ha ha. <laughs> you have this big like, cellular phone. Yeah. Um, so many games. I love the 90s for games. And you yeah, actually yeah. played them. You know, you take yeah. the Manny Nans and all your cousins yeah. would 
joining. And I remember my brother had Stretch Armstrong. Do you remember yeah, him? Stretch. Looked a little bit like Johnny Bravo and he just yeah, used to stretch his, pull his arms Five out. minutes that lasted at my nan's house before <laughs> all eight of my boy cousins just tore it to shreds. It's like, that's the end of that game, then, isn't it? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's what I wrote, like, the PlayStation. We got that when it came out in, like, 96, 97. We had Crash Bandicoot, yeah. Spyro, Rayman. Oh, my God, Mario. Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic the Hedgehog. Grand Theft Auto. I'm not even going to lie. I don't care how sad it is. I recently, I think it was probably about two years ago, I borrowed a PlayStation off my friend. I went and bought a Crash Bandicoot game. Look, obviously, look, it's now a newer one. But it had all the old Crash Bandicoot games yeah, as well. It. And I completed the entire thing. And once I'd complete, like, completed the entire disc, I burst into tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. So we've covered TV, music, films, fashion, all of that. But I suppose... Just finally, before we sort of wrap it all up, what are the random things or, I suppose, really 90s things do you remember about growing up or living in the 90s? Knock the door run. Knock the door run. <laughs> Spot on, Michelle. Yeah. Because, like, there's things that you that you do then that you couldn't do now. We, we had games. I don't know if you would know what they are. I don't, I don't even know. Because like, you call, call games different things yeah. in different yeah. areas as well. So we had, obviously, knock door run. Yeah, so we called knockdown run was not knock yeah knock ginger. door run um, yeah I've heard this before we called it knock door scatter or knock down ginger what? I just feel like knock door run is the most makes sense, sense. What, what's, gin, what's ginger got to do with it you knock on the door and run in I've you got no idea it had nothing to do with ginger you literally go and run away knock yeah. door run and then, so this is knock door <laughs> run but we had a game called one two three in yeah, I think it was a bit like our bulldog, wasn't it? That might be like bulldog then. I don't know. I don't know what's bulldog. Yeah, we did. We played bulldog. And curbsies used to literally throw throw the ball to hit the opposite curb. We called that hinges. Oh, rounders. Rounders. Rounders, yeah. I always played rounders at school. Rounders. Why is that not a sport that they play I don't at school? Know. Oh, do you know what, what we should do in the summer? Let's get all of us and we'll go down yeah. the common and we'll all play rounders. Do a giant yes, game please. Of yeah. I mean, we used to do that as a kid. So we we grew up in a real community, you know, where everyone knew everyone. And actually, yeah. it's quite worrying. But one thing we used to it's do still like that, that you wouldn't be able to do now is go and knock on Jeff's door. Yeah. And he used to sell we us ice that. poles and packets of crisps for like 10p. We used to go in this old man's we house. We did when old lady had a cup of tea around her house no. all the time. In the summer, it was always bank holiday weekend in the August. Everybody from my local area, all out. And we all huge family. So like... Um, my dad's one of nine and there yeah. was no of cousins. We used to get together on the common and we used to have, um, we used to play rounders and we used to pen families against each other. So yeah. um, you'd get knocked out of the tournament. We'd have, we'd take throwaway barbecues down there and you'd have <laughs> Jamaican food, food, Indian food. You'd have like Caribbean food. It was like, I miss that. The that's, best time. Although oh, that's that like nineties, I just miss just sitting down somewhere for like a group gathering of some sort in the summer. Do you know what? That's what I think yeah. lockdown's been actually the, the the only good thing I'd say about lockdown is that you realise how much you do rely on that community spirit, that yeah. being with people, that, yeah. that human interaction. I think interaction more importantly, and, because I think- And family time. Life was so slow paced back then. You know, you worked yeah. nine yeah. to five. Nine times out of 10, you only had one parent that worked. I mean, I didn't, both my mum and dad worked, but you know, mainly mums were at home yeah. and dads went and worked nine to five. And then family time was family time. The evenings yeah. you ate dinner together, you know, you watched TV together, kids had a bedtime. And then weekends were just, you know, you'd visit one grandparent on the Saturday, you'd visit yeah. another one on the Sunday. Have you'd have together. sleepovers with your cousins. Yeah. You'd, you know, in the summer you'd go out and you'd do, we used to go on family holidays where my mum's family from were from Essex. So we very rarely saw them only a few times a year. But every year we'd meet down in Ruda in Devon yeah. and we'd have like eight caravans. 
Yeah. You know, and it. we hadn't seen them since the previous Christmas. Yeah. But we'd go down and we'd have a whole two weeks together riding horses and going in the clubhouse and just, you know, chilling on, on Devon Beach. So Well, I was actually talking to your mum and Ruby about that the other day. We were oh, saying yeah, we're like up. we all like for like me, like because I'm in Lindsay's family. Yeah, we've actually just <laughs> like, we're her honorary family. But members. I'm just like organizing family holidays yeah. with Lindsay's mum. Yeah. But like, yeah, so we were saying like us that we'll all go to a mm. caravan thing. My mum yeah. and dad were foster carers for 20 years, so we had lots of children in and out of our home that we fostered. And my sister, my youngest sister, is adopted. So family is so important to us, and I think yeah. you know I love that. I'm I'm lucky enough that I've still got two of my grandparents um, mm. alive, and my children love them and just call them nanny and popsy like I do. You know, it's not there's great nanny no. and, and great granddad like, and you know like Jodie and Michelle are aunties to my children. Oh, family is so that. so important, yeah. and we've that really was in the nineties. Family was a big thing, and community, yeah. especially in South London, was a big yeah. thing. You know looked out for one another there was na- proper neighborhood watch you used to have a sticker in your window you know but i think that we've become like that like us like, like you were saying like with the, our kids you know i know people see us work together and stuff like that but what they don't see um, i mean we try and let people see it by doing our shows and our online things it's actually like we all we, we all met up for a coffee and had the kids running on the beach and stuff yeah. like that. you know we do things like that as well it's actually it's more than just a band it's more than just a friendship it's, it is like a family with us guys it's like when well. you were a kid and you'd say that's my cousin and if you actually work out you're not our cousins our but kids do that at school all the time yeah that's my yeah. cousin and the teacher's like no it's not it's like is miss it's my cousin and it's really just your mom's best friend's kids but they're your cousins yeah, yeah. like best cousins yeah, yeah. I remember growing up and I can't remember, I'll have to check my mom. I think it was either summer 94 or summer 95, but apparently it was like this heat wave summer that we had. And I just remember pretty much every single day going out to the beach and mom said she'd just yeah. pack up the lunch. She'd just bring, but then we'd meet like that, my auntie and her kids and, you know, their family friends and their kids. So there'd be about 20 of us and we'd sit at the same part of the beach out in Clatterhead and literally we'd just be there all day, all day. And then mom said she'd the best thing to do. have the smallest bit of dinner, but like, I say to my mom, I'm like, things because she'd look back obviously different, I suppose, from the eyes of a man, but she'd look back differently and maybe think, oh, I wish we did this or I wish I was able to do this with you. But I'm like, mom, I only have the fondest memories of my childhood. Like, I know obviously yeah, same. different like, when you're a mom, you see things that you wish you could do. But you, as always, a child, yeah, you always think you're not doing good enough. But actually, in the child's, like, we were having this discussion the other day. Like, yeah. you don't really remember things from like Christmas that you got as a kid. I mean, you not remember those thing. like little time I got twos and things like that. But yeah. you remember family time, don't you? You remember, you remember literally what you would like have for dinner yeah. I remember my little sister spilled her glass of Fanta orange literally straight over my dad's uh, Christmas dinner he hadn't even had a mouthful and sister he stormed memories. the table he stormed away that was it <laughs> he didn't come back he was so annoyed she was only like two or three so he couldn't get angry yeah, with her yeah. literally the whole dinner was covered in Fanta oh, orange no. and he just that's my dad would live all year round for his Christmas dinner and like we wouldn't be the type of house that would have like seconds like everything is just divvied up and put on a plate and that's it so his was gone and he just walked away <laughs> yeah God, changing the subject slightly but I was thinking earlier because I've still got like a little box of trinkets from the 90s because I've journaled since I was about eight. Oh so my god don't I love the diaries oh I love reading my diaries back especially the school days when you know you had crushes or oh, we first got great. mobile phones um, and you know you started texting people and stuff I love reading through my journals and in my box of memorabilia are two things a packet from fruit polos. Do you remember oh, fruit polos? I loved them. Yeah. Secondly, and I think a lot of, especially women um, in the 90s had these, the black necklaces that had the holographic sun and moon on them. Oh yeah. my God, I had one of those. Yeah. I loved string, it, so I've got that upstairs. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It was like when you moved it, it changed color. It was like a hologram. The same with like mood rings. I loved buying mood everywhere I went. Rings. I'd buy a mood ring. Like it, and every it'd be blue. I'd be like, I'm feeling sad. My ring is blue. Yeah. Ring anything but blue. But I'd be like, I'll influence but it's by this. I'm and shag bands and yes. Yes. oh shag bands no one even knew what that meant no we no we just were like 10 million up shag- our arm like, and then it's if you snapped to him it was like oh, that's how many people you've shagged yeah like, <laughs> you and have a clue what or you no, were saying if someone snapped you they meant they wanted to shag, shag you, you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's crazy i also wrote like um like things like now which people don't do like disposable cameras that was the only photos oh, i had of anyone yeah. actually jody and i because our kids are at school together so they go on sort of residential trips yeah and the last few years we've bought them yeah. it's so hard to get hold of oh, and bought them so disposable cameras. you want to get them um developed like actually yeah it's expensive to get head. them developed yeah we we used to go camping in year six at, in london everyone went to down camp like if you didn't go down camp you, you went no one because <laughs> everyone went to down camp and then the photos from down camp honestly i've got them my brother who's three years younger than me has got his and my sister who's 10 years younger than me they're like they're like the, the pinnacle photos. of our childhood yeah but you'd have a finger in halfway across the screen and then you'd yeah. get up and you're missing up your like, nose in your or ears or the flash would go in your dark bedroom and you'd yeah. be like <laughs> or you'd like accidentally like <laughs> you'd you'd use your last photo and you'd be like oh my god like like you had 36 photos or whatever it was to take and that was it like they were sacred photos and the first couple are always the ones that you're testing if it works so then you end up losing like it, yeah making a cup of tea <laughs> yeah. also does anyone remember fun facts because talking about yes, German, i had one of those everyone had a fun facts it was like white had a binder in the middle and it yeah. had you know little sections in it no. um I Everyone had the girl had one. Facts. Do you remember the yeah, girl diary, like is. the um, girl's journal to life or something? I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a, it was a book and it literally had everything in it, like all facts that girls would need to know. It was a bit like a fun fact, but it was just designed for girls. I can't remember what it was called. Oh, oh, I love that. You talking that. there, Lindsay, about um, reading your diaries and going over texts. I read my diary. I have a few. I went through phases. It was usually my summer holidays when I diary. But I remember reading one not so long ago, and I was actually blown away in the fact that we got charged per text message. So I'd buy £10 credit oh, yeah, 25 and you'd get charged yeah. 10p or whatever per text. So you literally, and you couldn't go over the character. So you'd have to yeah, like... Yeah. yeah, you'd have to delete it so it didn't go over the... That's why text language came about, wasn't yeah. it? Because you... Yeah, short things yeah. I was still doing tech lang- text language Same when I met pennies. Nate. And I was like 22, 23. Yeah. And I'll look back on my Facebook memories and be like, oh yeah, my that's God. Why. That's what I was going to say. Me and my friends, every now and then, we're like, right, post to Facebook post Facebook memories from today like the old and the cringiest status oh, is it's all in text talk. Uh, and I, think, I was a fucking mother as well because I had Layla <laughs> when I was 18 so I think no I was <laughs> no. a mum no, and sitting at home that. writing like oh like BRB and yeah oh, WB right back or you'd pass yeah. notes in class because I've got them oh in I've loaded them as well, where yeah. it'd be like do you fancy Chris tick yes tick this or no they'd be like little yeah. boxes so embarrassing um, in school we sort of cottoned down to the fact that teachers would see you with a scrap of paper so we didn't do um scraps of papers we'd have copy books so i'd have one with my friend mary let's just say and then i'd one with my friend susan or whatever and it'd be like susan and, and grania's notes and we'd pass them around so i'd write one in my irish class and then in the hallway i'd pass it to her and then she'd finish it off in maths and you know we'd just keep oh passing God, that's it that's hilarious but one of them um there must have been a few of us writing in it but but accidentally we left it on a desk and forgot to bring it and we wrote about a girl that we'd had a fallen out. She was one of our best friends. We'd had a fallen out, whatever. It was something like, she's such a bitch. Da, 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 da. Left it, unfortunately, on that girl's desk. 
So then it got brought <gasps> to the principal. And honestly, we were made to feel like the mean girls at a mean girls yeah, with our yeah, born yeah, book. Yeah, and it was not a born book in any sense, but it was like, well, it said such just and such about time. such and such. <laughs> and, it, and I was just like, and that was it. I was like, right, I'm never writing a note ever again because it wasn't at all what it looked like. But obviously it's in written form. And there's, just there goes naked. to show how like, ske- when you write things down, how dangerous it can look. Oh like. my God. Just, and that know, was physical. Like emotion in it. Yeah. Obviously no one else can see what I'm doing. Yeah. So I'm hoping that you lot, We'll be able to them things called them paper things we go at. Oh my god, the fortune tellers! Yeah, is, is there even a name? Is that what they're called? Fortune? I'd ha- I would have called them paper right. fortune because you'd say like blue and they'd be L U. Yeah, you yeah. pick the, pick the origami yeah. stuff, pick, pick a number, you'd be fascinated with them. I used, like, to, I used to write like you smell of dog shit, and things like <laughs> brilliant, <laughs> amazing. <laughs> I have no doubt you did that, Michelle. Like, no (laughs) doubt. Did you have like specific words where we're talking about like text language? Did you not have because in the 90s at school it was all bruv and cuz? Everyone was bruv and cuz. (laughs) No. And I know that the youth are trying to bring that back again now. And my brother still says bruv. Everyone's bruv. Yeah. No, see, they're very UK. No one I knew would have said bruv. Yeah. That was one. What did we know? We'd say Kula Bula. Yeah, I like that. I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah, and you had all the little ditties, didn't you? Like, um, was it loser, loser, double loser, get the picture, whatever, duh. Yeah, talk to the phone because the face ain't yeah, talk to the hand because the phone is busy. Face ain't listening. If anyone ever called you a bitch, it was yeah, well, bitches are girl, dogs, 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 bark, bark, trees, trees are beautiful. So, thank you for the compliment. So sad. Oh, do you remember the My change? kids have actually brought yeah. back. It was just your mum. Anyone said anything to you? Yeah, mom. all right. Your mum. Yeah. Mom. Another proper 90s struggle, though, which it's all these things where I look back on the kids now growing up and I'm like, you don't even understand how good you have it. It's the fact yeah. that they don't have to deal with dial-up internet. And if someone rang oh, the next phone, you got kicked off. That was five the biggest messages struggle. That were allowed. That was yeah. it. Oh, and yeah, before five. even having phones, it was MSN Messenger. Yeah, you had like MSN. a max of three MSN. messages you could send. But you'd, you'd rush home from school, you'd be with these people all day and then you'd sit on MSN, just chatting. Like yeah. MSN was like, and then we all started making Pixo sites and things oh, like that. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't have that, but I had Bebo. Like I, that was Bebo. our social media was my Bebo and then Facebook after yeah. that. And then but, there was um, MySpace. MySpace. It was on. Napster for me, downloading illegal music. Oh, LimeWire. I didn't do it, by the way, in case Yeah, you know. I did mine on yeah, LimeWire. Many a computer on my room LimeWire with the yeah. uh, Bill Clinton uh, oh, yeah. virus sound coming over every single time you download <laughs> Like, me and my friend used to make, like, like that's why I noticed that you didn't have CDs on laptops anymore, is because we used to make mixed CDs all the time. Oh, mixed so types. happy when we could find, like, a song that we hadn't heard in years and we download it and it wouldn't even be the right version and I had all this like spam at the beginning now you just got to do a playlist on Spotify to make I know. your own mixtape it's not, but the, it's not same. the same it's not no, the same it's the same it's too effortless it's that Friends episode where Tana, Tana gives that one that Janice made him <laughs> uh, oh my god but th- that's going back as well to like tape recorders because I do remember having to record the yeah. tape and you'd have to press yeah. the two buttons down and you right couldn't bit. say anything and then you try and wake yeah, the DJ yeah. would start. So you'd That's have to what stop I used to do, record tape. And then you'd be reminded that you'd overlap. Isn't it mad no. that you'd actually, you couldn't miss TV. Like, you, you'd have to do that. Like, my mum and dad yeah. used to record things. Yeah. Because I was, I like loads of programmes that I wasn't old enough to be up to watch. Like, I used to love Harry yeah. Enfield and Bottom. Yeah. So my dad used to record yeah. it all for me so I could watch it the next day or whatever. But, yeah. Matt, can you imagine now, 
if we didn't have catch-up TV and things like that, like, I couldn't live. I've still got a tape. My nan and granddad still have a tape, which was for me when I was younger, but my kids watch it when they go to my nan's because I think she's the last person on the planet that still owns a VHS recorder. But um, it's got, it's a tape. And on the beginning, it's got grot bags. I don't know if any of you remember grot bags. It's got raggy dolls. Oh, I love the raggy dolls. And then it's got Winnie the Pooh. A blastery day, which was like the the original Winnie the Pooh cartoon. My kids love watching that at my nan's. Literally, they recorded that from the telly. I've said to, I think to Nate a couple of times, like, you know, when um, like big TV moments, let's just say the, cause it was on this week, the Harry and Meghan interview at Oprah. Obviously that was massively like the, yeah. the views of that. But if that was done in the nineties, the views would have been millions of times more because if you had to watch it at the time, everyone would watch uh, it. Of course they would have done. Yeah. Cause you would have had to have watched it then. Yeah. Like I remember watching, do you remember the Michael Jackson interview when that came out with Martin Bashir? With Martin Bashir. Yeah. And oh, everyone yeah. watched all it. Sat to watch that. You sit and you like, you didn't watch anything else. And the next day in school, that's all we spoke about because like, yeah. if you didn't watch it then you'd never see it ever again. Like there was no reruns. And so I no. think like, you'll never get the views on the things that we get the views on like princess, God forbid, yeah. but Princess Diana's funeral. Yeah. I think that's one of the most viewed TV shows in history. But because the whole did anyone at the same time ever see the Brit Awards when um, Ginger Spice's tit fell out? Oh yeah, no. And you I don't got think you so. had to be so lucky. Yeah, yeah. So there was at one of the Brit Awards. Brit Awards. She had a Union Jack dress on, and as she ran up on stage, her boobs fell out. out. Yeah. I remember oh that. my god. And, but, like, so obviously, that was a split second thing, and you'll never, never get that. that ever. You could never record yeah. it or anything no. like that. So if you missed it that night, you were devastated. But that's the thing. I do the miss having to like. To happen. You knew that the Brit Awards was going to be on that Tuesday night, and you knew that majority of the world or the UK and Ireland were going to be watching it. Like, yeah. It's yeah. Like nowadays, it's like, did you watch this last night? No. Did you watch oh, this? Oh no, I'll watch it. I'll catch up. Yeah, 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 everything. Watch we don't watch any telly. Like someone said to me about an ad, I was like, I haven't seen an ad in I don't know how long. Like, and no, I don't even true. know what's on no. normal telly because I watch Netflix. I don't, I don't. have normal TV. I I only have five. I only have yeah. five in my house. So I don't have any means of like yeah. watching. I just watch catch up. It's mad yeah. though, isn't it? Like, and that's like that does sort of like you say take away that whole like the Saturday night or the Saturday morning. Like yeah, I watched. Yeah, um, it was on around Christmas time. It was SMTV Live. They. I think it was like um, 20 years or 25 years since it started and they did a whole recap. If you haven't watched it, honestly, go watch it. I was laughing. I was was crying. It was like on ITV or something. I would have watched it on Catch Up. SMTV Live and they had... Um, Kat Dealey and Anton Deck come on to talk about it. Amazing. Like, how it developed and the whole um oh what was the show called? Where they, they did it Chums. 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 Complete Chums. piss take of friends and the fact that like Mariah Carey oh, ended up forgot on about it. yes. Oh my god, yeah. But even like Wonky Donkey and all the random Wonky Donkey. I Nate was in and out of the, the house. It was over the Christmas break, and he said, like, he was like, Can you watch? Because he didn't remember watching it. And he was like, Can you rewind that? I want to watch it with you. And so you don't even remember. He's like, All I can hear is you actually lolling. He was like, You're laughing so yeah. loud. He's like, I want to watch it. And honestly, the stuff, but they said it themselves. They were like, We couldn't do the stuff or say the stuff we did then. Like, they'd be saying to the kids, Oh, you're a shit. Like, well, not that. Yeah, but I know. know. Yeah, but no, yeah. I know. Well, he'd do the deck, would do the, um, the quiz. And if you bet Every- the kids, he'd be like, In your face, in your face. In- and- face yeah 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 <laughs> when they used to do the wonky donkey and they yeah. would get it wrong deck used to like pretend to get all mad you and, uh, idiot yeah used to abuse people I love that though. (laughs) And no one batted an eyelid. Yeah, he's like, you're tick and your mum in the background, she's tick as well. Like, yeah. Our generation are the last hard generation. Yeah. 
I think so. Because yeah, anyone born anyone born after the nineties have just been born into such a mollycoddled sort of wrapped in protection bubble. World, you, know, you know, you can't say this because you'll offend that yeah. person, or you can't do that. And, and the thing is, there's so shame. many reasons why it's good, but at the same time, like you say, like there's like there's an innocence that we didn't take offence because we didn't know it was offendable. Like, do you know what I mean? If Anne told me that I was an idiot, I'd just be like, yeah, I'm an idiot. It wouldn't offend me because... <laughs> no, but that's it. That's the, the thing. You just grew up, like, you just got over things, didn't you? Which made you tough. Yeah. Like, if something... they called the kid an idiot on the telly now, that'd be it. Careers oh, are probably done. in jail. Cancel, protest, cancel culture. Protest. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. it's a shame, really, isn't it? Yeah. I'd seen something on um, Instagram. It said, kids born between 85 and 95 are the last... I can't remember what they called it. The last generation, because before that, we had like the, the hard working generation. Prior yeah. to that, after that, we've had like the internet age, but we're the only generation yeah. to have witnessed both. Both. Have the yeah. cons of both. It's amazing for us, isn't it? I actually like the fact that we've experienced that both yeah. of the worlds of like sort I've of ne- before I've and never ever enjoyed. in a billion years want to grow up no I wouldn't I wouldn't want to no. grow up I'm so glad that I had my childhood and pretty much majority of my teenage years off social media like yeah, because we played yeah. outside we did things with our mates we we socialized so much more we that's actually, why our dress sense was terrible like our hair and makeup family. yeah our hair and makeup was terrible because we didn't have youtube oh, awful. To ta- we looked like shit but we had fun doing it yeah, yeah. like the elizabeth yeah. arden pan stick with the big orange line on my chin three shades oh, too dark amazing. for me but that's what we all did and we all had to go through that the matte moose yeah dream matte moose it was all about the dream matte moose well you had to go through that stage to then learn your mistakes yeah ours was the elizabeth arden number 13 and i was definitely a nine but i was putting the 13 on see growing up in south london it was never about the face makeup but I don't know if that's because it was multicultural it was all about the hair and it was all about the Two winged stands. liner winged yeah. liner and the thin overplucked eyebrow yeah, oh, my mum used to take me in the eyes. I used to have my hair straight back and I used to have these two little thin two strands. blonde bits at the yeah. front. So I would literally hair spray down and she'd be like, what do you look like? You'd literally like, just want to stick, stick them to your like, head. Yeah. You'd put like, your hair in a ponytail and then Slick I would it. use like, the, thinnest, the thinnest comb, like a knit comb or anything yeah. like, that had the finest things. And like get all the baby and lay hair. your hair spray then scrape it all back. And then because you'd end up with like a bumpy bit around Oh, you get so angry. Scrunchy. Scrunchy. Yeah, yeah. scrunchy. <laughs> yeah, see, I, I mean, so I grew up in Croydon, so it, it was the iconic Croydon facelift for me. Every oh, yeah. time. Highest of high ponytail. Have you never heard of that, G? It's a no. The Croydon facelift. So everyone that grew up where I grew up, it was a really slick, oh. high ponytail. And then, you know, your little baby hairs. Yeah. You gel them into a way. Yeah. yeah. How embarrassing. No. And, but like, side, and it was side ponytails as well. Side, so like, I oh, love the side yeah. ponytail. Just to mix it up for the day. We <laughs> weren't allowed a side ponytail because that was chavy. chavy. So you would get oh, the I wasn't allowed that. piss ripped out of you if you had a side pony. Michelle's actually currently modelling one because She's obviously you guys it. can't see Michelle it. Michelle is so. going to bring the side ponytail back. So 2021 <laughs> um, is next, it. Next, next, next GT gig. Yeah. Side pony. Side I'm going to do my space buns as well. I love yeah, space oh, I buns. love a space bun. Yeah. My favourite hairstyle as a kid was, you remember when them little um, butterfly clips? Like the little butterfly clips. The mini butterfly yeah. clips. Yeah. You used to yeah. twist it. Yeah. Twist yeah. it. And you'd yeah. have, and I did, I I've actually got a photo of my hair like So I used to have pink, blue, purple, turquoise. Pink, yeah. blue, purple, turquoise. Like around my head. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, I used to have my hair like that. So I've actually oh, I love that. Like that. But that's what I mean. That's like, that was such a like iconic hairstyle. And like them oh, butterfly so clips. Was. The thing is, the clips were shy. They wouldn't hold anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? They clipped them and then two like two seconds later, the whole thing's starting to come loose. But they, in my mind, they looked so bloody good. We looked great. 
We did look great and we still look great now, but I love the fact that we can look back on the 90s and be like, oh my God, yeah. what did we look but, but, like? But how cool is that that we had so much stuff like that? Whereas I do for sad for kids because all they talk about is really now they've got TikTok. YouTube, TikTok and the internet. Mm. And where's the physical stuff? Where's their yeah. physical memories? Like yeah. ours, there's not, is there? It's just, they don't have any like cool things like toys and- And they got like, like to their teen discos, they look, they could go to a wedding. They look too good. Like they're too polished and yeah. too perfect because of it. Yeah, like my teenage like disco photos. Oh my God. Like, <laughs> but I love them because it looks like, yeah, you're definitely a teenage disco jacket thing with like it was see-through and I remember it was like for my 13th birthday I had like this purple dress from Tammy Girl and then I had yeah. this like see-through over over the top Lovely. thing with like fur all around the outside of the sleeves and all down the front oh like it was like a dressing gown sort of thing but I had these heels I couldn't walk in I was just like oh honestly it's see because I was because I was a dancer and I did a lot of musical theater and stuff I was so cash I mean and um, it was all about yeah I was a proper and big bomber jackets and I remember ball boys' shoes. They were like trainers with the lights. Oh, the yeah, 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 yeah. So every time you yeah. used to dance, It'd we used to up. do like street dance and stuff. Your feet yeah. would light up. It was so cool. Do you remember the parachute trousers with the strings? Like yes. you just have to love it. They were like yes. big baggy the ones. The strings all over them, like oh. combats. They, they were the most unflattering trousers. They did nothing for anybody. They just hung off you. And they but I'll tell you what they oh, did yeah. do, because I'll tell you what else happened in the 90s. I got my belly button pierced. Oh, yeah. Top and bottom. So when I wore my combats with all the danglies on it and my really oversized gem with dangly bits on my belly, it just made it look nice. I thought I looked so great. We are going to wrap this up, unfortunately, because we could do this for hours. Like, I think I we probably could. We have done it for hours. Like, yeah. So thank you all <laughs> so, so much. Oh, thank, thank you for having us. us. As always, when we wrap up, we do um, finish on a quote. So um, if you all have any sort of quote, it doesn't need to be related to the 90s, because I don't think there is other than the 90s is the best. Um, but any quotes at all that sort of resonate with you or that you like, um, let's share them now. So uh, who wants to go first? Jodie's been sharing some recently. So Go for it, Jodie. Go first. There's a lady on the internet called Helen Barry, and she's just got like their positive posts every day, and she has one every day, and, and I'm really enjoying them. But there was one that it's basically said, "Love yourself a little extra right now. You're learning, healing, growing, and discovering yourself all at once. It's about to get magical for you." And I thought that was really nice because everyone's going through like a hard time at the moment and stuff. It just I do like reading quotes, like you say. Like I know they're just quotes, but sometimes they just hit, don't they? And they're like, actually, mm. I needed to hear that one today. This is just the first one that's popped up on my Instagram on my page because I, if I like, I don't, I'm not really into quotes and stuff. Yeah. No, I think me and Michelle sort of come up with our own quotes sometimes. <laughs> yeah, I just like to make up my own. But <laughs> I saw this one the other day, and I like this one. And this is to the women who are labelled aggressive, keep being assertive, mm. bossy, keep being a leader, difficult, keep on telling the truth, too much, keep taking up space, complicated, keep asking hard questions. I love that. And yeah. then obviously I just hashtag that with a you do you boo. Yeah. <laughs> the other one, my friend sent me, she said, um, she sent me, because we were just talking, it was just like about like, you know, how things have like been everything going on and making you angry and stuff like that. And then she was like, oh, I've got a really good quick uh, quote for you. And then basically it's holding on to anger. It's like holding oh, on to hot coals with the intention of throwing them at someone, but only you get burned. Yeah. And I thought that is so, that is so true, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I love that. Lindsay, have you got one? Yeah. I like to be beautiful means to be yourself. You don't need others to be accepted by others. You need to accept yourself. Yeah. 
Well, I wrote these down last week because I've um I'm an awful one for just saying the same ones. I haven't listened back to season one, but I know for a fact I've probably said the same two or three like six times. So I wrote new ones down to sort of save myself. But one that I really like and um it was actually by Richard Branson. It's if your dreams don't scare you, they are too small. Oh, I and love I remind this one, yeah. myself of that quite a lot because um I think everyone's always aware of like pushing the comfort zones and there's nothing wrong with not pushing them. But at the same time, if you feel like you want more and then the stuff that you're aiming for, if it gives you that little bit of fright, then it's like probably because it's meant to be and it's that next yeah. step. But yeah, I could write a book on quotes because they just... I love them. I love, them. I love quotes. Yeah, anything to do as well with like manifestation and positive mental attitude and all of that. Yeah. Like just hook it to my veins. Like <laughs> I'm happy out with that. It's true because if you don't think positive, you're not going to be Oh no, I made up a good one the other day and posted <laughs> it on my Facebook. <laughs> what is it? What? But I thought it was really clever, not going to lie. I was really proud of it. So everyone on C, feel free, write this down. You have to yeah. add it. You have to um, credit at Michelle. <laughs> Quoted by yeah. Michelle. Sometimes you need to square off your circle and only have a few people in the corner. Otherwise, shit just goes round and round. Did you make that oh, up? Oh, I like it. Yes. I seen yeah. that the other Boom. day. I liked it. I like it. Yeah. yeah. Made it yeah. up. Yeah. All by myself. See, you well, should write a book on quotes. Well, that <laughs> is me. You should write them. Yeah. Michelle's book of quotes. Yeah, <laughs> do it. Inspirational quotes by Michelle. <laughs> yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually start a little page, I think. Do. Inspirational, <laughs> <hey>? Yeah. <laughs> Ladies, thank you so, so much for sharing all your memories and all the fun stuff from the 90s. Like I said, I couldn't have done this episode with any other better people because it was like, yeah. Oh, thank you. Ill tripping. Like, this is is like the commonality that we have. Obviously, the love for music, the love for song, but just the love of the 90s and that general era. Um, So thank you so, so much for joining me. And thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. It's been... I mean, I know no one else can see, but it's so nice to see your face. Yeah, I know. Usually these are done in person. So this is the one thing that's a bit shitty about all of it is because I like to do it in person. But at least we can still do it. That's the thing that I'm like, yeah, thank yes, God for technology, definitely. we can still do it. But I'll put all about guilt tripping and where you can find them and follow them and, you know, show them all the amazing support that they deserve in the show notes. But yeah, thank you so much, guys. And I cannot wait to thank see you, you all Jane. really, really soon. We'll meet you down the common in the summer. For the common round for rounders. rounders. Woo! Yes. Woo! <laughs> Bring it thank on. You. We love you. Thanks, thank you. Jane. Bye. Love you, G. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, guys, and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, it would honestly mean the world if you would leave a review. I would genuinely appreciate that. And if you're liking what you're hearing, please hit the subscribe button so you get notified of any future episodes. Thanks again, guys, and I'll hopefully see you back here soon. Lots of love, Jake.